you know, they're, they're truly engrossed in what each other are doing. They're having real conversations out in nature. So when they, they leave here, it, it really fills them up and, and they're like, man, thank you for helping me, you know, not only connect with my family, but all of us connecting together in nature and we want to do more of it. The Life in Motion podcast is brought to you by Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is the Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 171 of Life in Motion. I've got John with me from the Dogwood Canyon Foundation. They're preserving and protecting the area's natural environment, all while sharing it with others. I'm also thrilled to announce that the Dogwood Canyon Foundation is October's nonprofit partner, which means 20% of all sales from IllumineCollect.com this month will be donated to support their mission. I'm excited to learn about their impact and what the community collection means to them. John, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Glad to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited um, for for this this partnership. And I know especially in the, the southwest uh, southwest Missouri area, um, you know, uh, the Dogwood Canyon uh, Foundation and, and the location, of course, is uh, very popular and you're, you all are doing some great things. But before we get into that, let's um, let's kind of brief overview of, you know, who you are, kind of, uh, you know, what's what's your your kind of headline story of kind of how you got to where you are and obviously working within the outdoors. Well, you know, right out of college, I started working in uh, different zoos and aquariums and really uh, felt compelled uh, to helping uh, wildlife from around the globe. Uh, I spent many years down in Florida, um, as well as up in Indiana, and now I find myself here in the Ozarks. Uh, so I've got a little bit of all the different ecosystems, if you if you will. <laughs> uh, so I, it's it's a real passion of mine. Uh, there, are, there are so many different ways to connect to nature, no matter where you are. And I think that's one thing that really drew me to Dogwood Canyon. We have a really special piece of property here. It's over 10,000 acres. Yeah. And uh, it's a, just, a, it's stunning. I always tell people you got to come four times a year because there's four different seasons. <laughs> and it completely is a different experience every single season. And it, it really stands to that testament of connecting to the outdoors and really experiencing it and what can you do to make a difference and uh it's all intertwined you know absolutely absolutely that's definitely interesting like you said kind of the different background is seeing so many different ecosystems and and everything um as well and you know 10,000 10, acres is quite uh impressive you know piece of land to kind of encompass all of that. Um, and I know when, you know, around here, you know, it's sort of a, a destination, you know, take your family there, do that thing. But, you know, I, I'm sure there's some people that kind of um, don't understand the, the behind the scenes of like what what it's actually there for and, and preserving and protecting everything like that. So what what is a little bit about um, kind of that general mission, obviously, besides obviously introducing them to the outdoors, but kind of uh, the deeper layers as well? You know, one of the big things is our education department, and um, through that, we we connect with so many pe- people, and really teaching them how to start the you know the initial steps to preserve and conserve. And um, it, without that education piece, you know, a lot of people will look at it as a tourist attraction, but we are more than that. Yes. So you know, we we do have a really strong education department that really helps promote that. But then we also have 
our eco tours, if you will, um, that go through the property that start exposing people to that. So we, we work education about how to conserve and preserve, like I said, um, in the, almost every element we do throughout the uh, park. So it's not, it's not necessarily just a tourist uh, attraction. It is a, you know, you're here, we're going to immerse you. And we hope that you leave with a little bit of knowledge and understanding and passion to go back to wherever it is you're from and, uh, you know, looking in within your own community and how you can start making a small impact wherever it is you're from. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that education part is so key because that that you know, depending on obviously on the age, you know, with, with the younger kids, it kind of starts bringing up that next generation for the appreciation of the outdoors and kind of building that, that next generation of, um, uh, conservationist. And then of course the, you know, adults that might be going through there, they're learning something as well, you know, with those different tours and whatnot to, um, really get a better understanding of, of that environment. But then when they go back to wherever they're from, you know, they might look at that next trail a little bit differently, um, mm -hmm. as well because of that experience. So, I think that's that's really important. So, kind of going back to the 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 education aspect of it, um, as far as like the youth and the kids go, is that uh, I guess what does that what does that program kind of specifically look like? As far as you know, is it an, a certain age range? Is that intermingled with the local schools, or is it a separate program, or what is that? All of the above, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have um, different schools uh, from around the area, and we are. Um, always actively um, pursuing expanding that radius if you will that we reach you know we want kids from kansas city st louis tulsa everything to come here um, and experience the ozarks and, and uh, you know really make it a a field trip an education trip that they're never going to forget yeah um, uh, and so and, and we feel like we do have a that opportunity to to share I think in uh, this last year we did uh, about 3,000 uh, kids came through wow. um, just specifically for education trips uh, that are anywhere from an hour to two hours long and uh, learning how to forage or look for salamanders or whatever the case may be. Uh, but then we had another um, 15,000 uh, education impressions we do with our guests that are just coming to the park, aside from uh, a school trip, so to speak. So if you just show up on your own with your family, uh, we do have education um, opportunities set up from uh, day speakers that'll come in. We work with some other zoos as well that might bring in a bald eagle. Um, we do what's called an owl prowl during October. So that's coming up here uh, where it's after park hours and you, you go through the park and you learn uh, about the different species of owls that are here in the Ozarks and uh, you know, how they forage and hunt and, uh, and what their impact is to the, to this ecosystem. Uh, and it's really a, a cool event. That's about, uh, two hours and, uh, it's at night, like I said, and it's something different. And at the end of it, um, the kids get to dissect an owl pellet, which is really cool <laughs> and, you know, get to see what the owl was actually eating and, and it's very hands-on and, uh, so it's little things like that. Um, like I said, over 15,000 impressions, uh, that, that we've done this last year. Um, and then we're always growing, you know, that doesn't even take into account all of our, uh, guided tours. We have our tram rides or horseback rides, et cetera, that as you're on these, 
Um, the guides are constantly talking about um, what the park was way before we were here and what it is now and, uh, and you know, just sharing a, a lot of information. Uh, and, you know, we've had upwards of 150,000 people in the last year come through and experience uh, those sort of tours uh, and really being educated without, without them even really knowing it. Yeah, absolutely. And the, I think you mentioned there kind of, especially when it comes to the youth kind of having that, um, that hands-on kind of really immersive experience. Um, you know, who, who knows, you might have, uh, some, some kid that goes out there that might not have any interest, but if you say, oh yeah, we're going to dissect this and we're going to do this and like include all these other things and that might spark that interest. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that sounds uh, really fun and, and unique to be able to offer those different kind of experiences like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, with 10, you know, 10,000 acres, you know, there's, I'm sure is, is it mainly kind of trails and whatever, what other kind of, um, I guess, outdoor activity, you know, you mentioned horseback riding, obviously there's, um, the different, uh, learnings and education programs, but mm-hmm. are there any other kind of specific outdoor, um, activities, I guess, that you can do out there? Yep. So, uh, obviously, like you said, we have the trails, um, which is bike riding as well. We have, uh, trout fishing. Uh, for a rainbow trout up and through the canyon, uh, both guided fishing and self-guided. On our tram tours, it takes you actually up. We have a couple hundred acres of pastures that have uh, uh, American bison and elk and uh, longhorns as well. So when you go up and you learn about the history of some of those animals and the impact uh, they've had and what they've gone through and uh, through properties like our own helping uh, bring some of those populations back. Yeah, that's that's you know, it's, it seems like every kind of uh, corner of the the acreage, you know, you find something new to explore um, that that way. So that that's really awesome. And then kind of going back to, uh, you, you know, you mentioned kind of some um, some different species and stuff there and kind of protecting them. What what goes into that aspect of it as far as helping build up the populations and whatnot? Is that I guess I guess how do you find those those different species to, to bring them there? Or what does that process look? Cause that's like a whole nother side of what you're doing, you know? We don't necessarily bring them here. Okay. Um, so we, uh, this has been existing for quite some time long before I was here. Uh, but it's through, um, you know, proper herd management and, uh, and breeding, et cetera. And, uh, you know, that, that is really a big thing. Uh, for this and uh, the Dogwood Canyon Foundation, you know, we do have, a, I think it's about 20 uh, Yellowstone bison uh, that we have that have been actually certified uh, through some testing of DNA that go all the way back to the original herds at Yellowstone. So we got purebred bison, which at one point were all the way down to about only 300 left in the whole uh, United States from an original population of over 60 million. So, I mean, that's crazy and now you know they are coming back they're thriving but uh you know we uh work real hard to you know make sure we're managing our herds and uh keep obviously that strain uh you know growing and and healthy as well but then you know the american bison a lot of times there is it's a little bit of um it's a mixed breed a little bit so it's a little bit smaller than the the purebred yellowstone and uh but you know, we've, we've been breeding, working with other farms, et cetera. So it's, uh, it's a great program. 
Yeah, that that's awesome and kind of uh, you know interesting how that all kind of works together and obviously leads to to your mission. So with, with all of the the different programs, I guess has, is there anything that we've kind of uh, or that we might not have covered as far as some of those different act, you know we talked about the education conservation aspect of it. Um, is there anything that we might have missed there? You know, there is something, and it's uh, it's uh, kind of an an intangible thing, if you will, but it's I, to me. It's what gives me probably the most pride about Dogwood Canyon and uh, where we are as a society today and seeing how people interact. But uh, um, I'm going to go on a little rant here, but just bear with me. Uh, you know what's so cool is uh, we don't get a lot of cell service or internet service on the property. So once you get through kind of that front gate area and the, the mill, et cetera, and you're out in the park and you're exploring and you're with your family, and we and we get this compliment a lot. It's this really is a an amazing compliment. Um, you see families interacting with each other out in nature in a very pure way that sometimes I think gets lost. And through this interaction with each other, a they connect with each other probably more than they anticipated. They didn't necessarily come out with that intention. It just happens organically, and they're doing that out in nature. So then they have this emotional connection of i had i had this awesome experience with my family out in nature and it's over simple things um there's a lot of parents that probably back home don't ride bikes with their kids all the time but they're out there in nature riding their bike for the first time in 30 years (laughs) with their kids and the smiles on their face are like you know what it's that phrase is you never forget how to ride a bike well I did, and I had to learn all over again. And here I'm out here doing it with my kids, and everybody's all smiles. Or catching a fish for the first time. You know, if you're coming from a big metropolitan city, you might not always get that opportunity to fish. But you come here, and you fish, you catch a trout, and everybody's smiling and they're connecting again. It's all, you know, they're they're truly engrossed in what each other are doing. They're having real conversations out in nature. So when they they leave here it it really fills them up and and they're like man thank you for helping me you know not only connect with my family but all of us connecting together in nature and we want to do more of it so that kind of spark uh is what i hope every guest takes away from dogwood canyon they go back home and they want to be out in nature they want to do more with each other outside and being involved and it, it just it's that little light that again i hope sparks uh what they do after they leave dogwood canyon and that's that's one of my biggest things i love about the property and what it actually does for people again without them coming with that intention <laughs> but it is what they take away yeah no no that that's that's great and and you know not only having those experiences to take back with them but you know you mentioned you get out there there's no cell service um it's, it's kind of nice for the parents too because then you don't have to be, you know, the bad guy to the kids. Oh, so you can't, if they have, if there's something out there or whatever, um, or vice versa, the parent doesn't have to be the, the bad guy uh, because they're on the, the phone the whole time doing business or, or whatever that right, might be. Right. Um, and then they get to actually fully um, immerse themselves in whatever activity they're doing, as you mentioned. And then, yeah, so important to bring that back home and like, Hey, this is all we have a park in our backyard. We can go out here, but we got this experience from there and it just kind of creates that ripple. It seems like. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go fishing, go bike riding, go camping. And you know, it's, 
it's all that stuff that again if you step off off the cliff so to speak right there you know it, it's going to start expanding into those other activities you know they might go on a backpack in the grand canyon they might you know go to yellowstone and go rock climbing i don't know but it's inspired it's, yeah inspired. exactly no no that's awesome that's so great and, and so important as well um and then as far as, you know, obviously you all work a lot with the um, obviously different uh, school systems and, and different organizations and everything like that with throughout the community um, and obviously a lot of support that you have with that. What, what do kind of those um, specific um, community partnerships um, such as this one and others as well kind of mean to the Dogwood Canyon Foundation and, and really attributing to those stories that you kind of just uh, mentioned before? Well, you know, it's always great to support uh, local because uh, that, that is your community. You know, it's, it's where um, that word of mouth really starts to spread coming from our, our neighbors. And we want to be good neighbors and uh, from not only preserving the land, but being uh, good stewards in, in community. Uh, so we work, you know, with Blue Eye uh, School System and, you know, we're here in Stone County. We do stuff with Missouri State. Um, and we just, uh, you know, want to continue to grow those relationships because it, it, it's, it's just going to, again, organically, I, I, I'm going to use that word a couple times, but uh, grow and uh, it just keep impacting people the, the farther and farther that net cast, so to speak. So absolutely. I don't know if that answered your question. Or not, <laughs> but, um, I, but it is, so, you know, we're working with those schools and stuff, you know, it, it, it's a sense of pride, not only for us, but then the, the community takes pride. You know, we're Lampy, Missouri, home of Dogwood Canyon. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I love that. And that, that, um, that, that awareness and that community aspect is so important. So we're definitely excited to support you all um, this month to help further that mission and, and create more of those experiences, hopefully. But um, with that being said, where, where can people find you all online to um, get involved, come out, visit the park, kind of see what special programs and, and whatnot you have going on? Uh, Dogwoodcanyon.org. That is the simplest way. And, uh, you know, you log on, you can see videos of our different tours and education programs that we have going on. And um, I promise you, when you log on and look and you see some of these videos, you're going to be like, I got to be there. <laughs> so, um, and it, it gives you all the information you can possibly need. Again, that's dogwoodcanyon.org. And it also connects you to um, one of our sister properties, Warner's Wildlife National Museum and Aquarium in Springfield as well. Yes. And, and both are, are great, uh, great um, locations and things to explore is plenty to do at each. Um, and not only that, there's that deeper mission and deeper impact through that. So um, once again, excited to to partner with you all this month on that. And John, I appreciate you sharing your story and, and some of those other stories as well. And I wish you all the best of luck as we uh, finish out 2023. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me and uh, appreciate everything you guys do. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.